Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick. Yeah, I'm Dr. Eisenberg. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, Beaknicks. Good morning. Wow, that was enthusiastic yet firm. Yes. Yes. I have to look away during the introduction now because if I make eye contact with Johnny when he's starting the show, I just want to start like doing Caramella dancing to throw him off. Don't do not do it. Then we'll be here all day. Yeah, no one can see you do it and you're not going to do the song. You're not going to do the song. I'm not going to do that. I don't so, remember the words. Good, luckily. good, I good. just remember ooh, 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 ooh. No, no, that's too much. That's too much. Stop right there. Okay. Showtime. Okay, good. We're ready. All right, now is the part of the show where we talk before the topic. Okay, you know what? I have some 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 internal conflict with the uh, the banter uh, of the day of yeah. the week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I have here's, no idea. All right. Well, here's the thing. We got we got some stuff going on. I don't really want to make jokes about Nelson Mandela because you know he was a great man. Uh, uh, we mourn his passing respectfully. Not really jokes there. No, I mean, I could probably come up with some, but it would mostly just be to prove I could. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be enjoying it. No point to that. That's not our thing. No. Yeah. Um, on the, on the other hand... On the other hand... We can make fun of Rebecca Black's new video. Oh, do we have to? No, it's beneath us. Good. Leave it for BuzzFeed. Yeah, good. Take it, BuzzFeed. Enjoy it. Cram it in your fucking media hole. Yeah, exactly. However, I feel like there is one other thing that was brought to my attention this week that is in our wheelhouse. It is exactly the right level of stupid for us? Correct. Oh. Because this week, I learned that the creator of the Doritos Locos Tacos has died. Is that good or bad? It, well, it's sad. Well, uh, I mean, obviously, yes, a person has died here that is sad. Right, right. Well, he was fairly young. He was 41. He died of brain cancer. Okay, it's he getting has, sadder. He has a widow and two daughters. So it's sad. Yes. Here's the thing. Everyone knows who've been listening to this show for a long time. I have a history of railing at the Taco Bell company. Because I thought of mixing tacos and Doritos long before their product came out. Yes, no, I live with you and I've heard this many times. Exactly. You've all heard me scream and rant that, you know, Taco Bell fucked me up the ass and all this stuff. Yes, yes, it's very dramatic. I've gotten very drunk and opened the window and leaned out dangerously and screamed to Brooklyn... Your fury at being ripped off by Taco Bell. Right, right, right. Yes, I mean, you obviously weren't having any of that fury right now, but... Yeah, uh, my, my challenge to the Taco Bell gods and so forth. Yes, yes. I realize now I'm incorrect, because here's the history. Oh, my, history. Uh, yeah, yeah. A uh, gentleman uh, by the name, I believe his name is Todd Mills. Todd Mills. Um, he, much like myself, liked to dick around in the kitchen. Invented his own tacos with Doritos in it. Loved it so much that he wanted to share it, submitted it to Taco Bell, they denied him, started a grassroots internet campaign, got a lot of buzz, basically did all the work for them. Eventually they introduced the product, make billions of dollars. They have sold a lot of those tacos. And America eats more garbage because it's Taco Bell, diarrhea, etc. Yes, yes, food poisoning and the like. Yes, yes. we all read Neil Hamburger's Twitter feed. We sure do. <laughs> we should. Yeah. We all should. Folks. They didn't pay Todd Mills. Like at all? At all. Oh. I mean, they've done some lip service in the press like he was a true you know, friend to the company, that yeah, kind of shit. It, corporate friendship does not pay for chemo. Yeah, he didn't get a paycheck for that idea. Oh. That idea that made fuck tons of money. Very recently. No, I remember, because people are still buying them. Mm-hmm. It's still being advertised. 
Come and get it, dum-dums. It's a taco sprinkled in orange dust. Yeah, it's a big-ass thing. Taco Bell owes this gentleman's widow millions of dollars. Yes, they do. His daughters should never have to pay a penny for the best college education available. Uh, also correct. Yeah. yeah. Taco Bell needs to write big, beautiful checks. Okay? Big, delicious, golden checks. <laughs> wait, wait, that's wait, the cereal. No, I stepped on my rant. You're, you're thinking of cereal. Money checks. Money checks. Checks, things. Yeah. Yeah. The- they need to write a giant, oversized novelty check for a hundred million fucking dollars yes. with the word fucking written on the check exactly. for this guy's family. Right. Yes, Precisely. So I want to retract... Taco Bell did not rip me off. I have not been done harm in the Dorito taco paradigm. However, Taco Bell has done harm to a real man. A man who is not unlike you in a lot of ways. This is fair. A man who just wanted some ground beef with Doritos on it. Yeah. You know? That's not a crime. Not at all. No. Not at all. You know, and it could have been you. If you had gone to Taco Bell and said, hey, check this out. Mm-hmm. They could have ripped you off. It's true. And you're relatively healthy, which means that you wouldn't be in the news for any other reason. Right. So they'd be still ripping you off right now. Absolutely. Yeah. That makes me want to get an MRI. But the point is, I guess I'm glad I'm not outgoing to corporations in this way. Yeah, no, I don't know what channels to go through to submit a taco. <laughs> now, here's the problem. I think anytime I might get close... I would start getting pissed off and ranting about, you know, something, something corporations. So they'd probably kick me out. Yeah, well, at a certain point, you would just, you know, say something cruel to the people at the corporation. You'd be like, surely even, you know, soulless corporate drones like yourselves can understand the deliciousness of my idea. Yeah, exactly. I would belittle them to their faces. I would try to do it cleverly and bluntly like House. Yeah, but (laughs) the, the difference is... He's a doctor, and you're a weird guy with a taco. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I don't get into a lot of offices. Yeah, you're just the crazy man who came there with an idea for a taco. (laughs) That beef jerky taco shell is going to fly off the shelves. Yeah, see, we gave that away for free on our program here. Yeah. Yeah, beef jerky taco. Yeah. Go make one. Right. Weave (laughs) a little mat out of strips of beef jerky. Put it in a taco. It's, it's, it's just a beef jerky, the consistency of a fruit roll-up. And then you put meat in it. Like it's meat in meat. meat. Yeah. yeah, it's meat in meat. It's like a double down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... It's the double down of tacos. It's a wrap, but it's also more meat. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's going to... America will eat that. I, I have... I am quite confident that America would eat that. Absolute faith in the American palate that that will fly off the shelves. And I know I won't get paid for it, but there we go. That's full circle. Fair. Yeah. All right. So you want to do a topic? Let's get on that. Speaking of stuff we don't get paid for. (laughs) (laughs) This is a long list. Yeah, well, here's one of them now. Yep. Oh, my God, it's tiny. It's six. That's what she said. God damn it. (laughs) Well, anyway, number six. On the big list. What is topic number six, Johnny? It is Reincarnation, submitted by Sebastian in Boston. Thank you, Sebastian. Yeah. I like that topic. Yeah. Because it's it's an actual... 
topic. Yeah, it's, here's one word, it's a description of a thing, it's not leading us, it's not telling us what our opinions are going to be. Right. It's Although, a, if you do want to do that, a safe bet is that we're going to hate something. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, if you if you got money on it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, this is a, a, a fundamental concept of existence. Yeah. That uh, many people hold dear. This exactly. is a, yeah, good. And this is just a straightforward topic. It's old school. It's a patient of the week or monster of the week or whatever if this was a procedural uh, investigation show. I think monster of the week works. Monster of the week. All right. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm Scully. I don't know. Um, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Gross. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. Reincarnation. Reincarnation. Okay, before we go too far. Yes. Uh, I, I would like to very clearly make the distinction between reincarnation, the cosmic concept of, you know, uh, uh, enduring souls and existence and so forth. Versus? And any individual person who claims to be somebody reincarnated. Yeah, that is one of the... Actually, that is a very good place to jump off. One of the trickier sort of sticking points of reincarnation, or the, the subject of reincarnation. Right. Because... Whether it happens or not is something that only dead people know, and apparently they wipe that before they bring you back. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's rough. I have something to add to that specifically, but I want to get back to it later. Go on. Okay. Well, the point is that, yeah, anyone who goes and finds out who was I, mm-hmm. oh, it's always somebody famous. Yeah. It's always somebody famous, and it's always somebody who is famous in a way that you're going to recognize, like the person doing your past life regression... Right. ...is usually pretty good at picking up on what your level of knowledge is and what's going to impress you. Yeah. You're some rube off the street. Oh, you were Julius Caesar, somebody you've heard of, you know? Right, right. Like one of the most obvious famous people of history. Yeah. Everyone's heard of Caesar. Yeah. At least the dressing. Right. And uh, But on the other hand, if you come in and you talk a big talk about, you know, all the New Age shit you know and all the occult shit you know. Right. Then it's like, oh, in a past life, you were Aleister Crowley. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Of course I was. I feel bald. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but deep down I've always felt like maybe I should be. Right, right. I mean, I am, but... Uh, yeah, well, yeah. So maybe I was. I... Well, <laughs> look at you. I, I, I mean, you know, if if it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be the most implausible person to be a reincarnated Crowley. Yeah, he would come back as a dick. <laughs> <laughs> kind of my point. Well, thanks. <laughs> a clever dick. A clever dick. A loud clever dick. Well, best kind. Yep. Metaphorically. Um, right. Yes. But, but yeah, no, they, everyone is always convinced they were somebody famous. Or somebody important. Or somebody Like a important. duke or an earl or a general. Oh, yeah. No, nobody was ever a peasant. Yeah. You know, it was always, oh, yeah, I was some medieval, you know, nobleman. Nobody you've heard of. Mm-hmm. Nobody anyone's heard of, of course. Nobody who you'll ever be able to find in a history book, wink, wink. Right. But no, totally nobility. And definitely not one of the 10,000 peasants he rounded up to go harass the next duke over. Yeah. Because that's how they got armies back then. They were just like, grab your fucking pitchforks and sharpen some sticks and let's go. Yeah, yeah. The vast majority of humans are just crappy nobodies. Mm -hmm. Hell, the vast majority of important people were still crappy nobodies. 
Yeah, no. There are people who just live in Luxembourg. They just live there. That's their life. They're you never just, think about them, do you? They're just people. Yeah. They, you know what they do? They eat breakfast. They read the paper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they have about, a job you don't care about. Think about all those countries you never think of because we don't have any wars with them and they don't make any of our stuff. They're just full of people. Yeah, just yeah. living lives. Yeah, no. Chances are whoever you were in your last life is from someplace you've never heard of that you've never actually thought about having people. Right. Hell, closer to home. Think about the receptionist at the dentist. Have you ever thought about her? Only if she's hot. Pretty much. And even then, not really as a person, as a hot receptionist. Yeah, as the concept of what that represents. There's probably more to her than that. There certainly is. She's a person who eats breakfast and reads the paper. She goes home, she eats breakfast, she probably, maybe she has a dog or something. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. And and what about that dog? Maybe, you you were probably a dog a bunch of times if you've been reincarnated. This is an interesting concept, too, of reincarnation, is, is the different versions of it have differing opinions on animals on other forms of life besides humans yeah because because sometimes you only hear people talking about other people they've been like the human soul is unique somehow uh yes whereas whereas uh, even some of the more traditional versions are you know animals moving up some sort of evolutionary scale yeah no you're an ant for a while and then you're maybe a tiger and then you're a person then if you're really lucky you're a cow Right. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, where does, I, and I'm not an expert on Eastern religion, obviously, but I, where is the scale of living things? Like, do you start at, you know, trees? Do you start at microbes? You know, do fungus come into, you know, what about fish? Actually, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the James in India, prior Uh to the discovery of microbes, prior to anyone being you know, having the technology to look at microbes, uh-huh. believed in microbes like they believed in them, you know, like uh-huh. as in there are tiny organisms living inside plants, so we must also be careful what plants we eat. They were very cautious about that sort of thing. Still wow. Are. Well, they were accurate. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, I assume that, you know, science has kind of collided with that and they just sort of accepted, well, okay, guys, we're not going to be able to, to avoid all the microbes. Well, that's impossible. Well, exactly. I mean... Some of them are supposed to be in you. I've got some in my mouth right now. But the point is that, yeah, they were certainly aware of, even though it was a matter of faith at the time, the existence of microscopic life. That's fascinating. And so, yeah, presumably, you know, just because there's that tradition in India, and of course the the more well-known Hindu tradition, which very heavily features reincarnation... Right. Is also from India, and so perhaps yes, microbes. Depending on who you ask, could be included in the big wheel. But what about plants? I don't think plants. Hmm. Because pretty much everyone's okay with eating those. I, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, obviously, it's not from an evolutionary standpoint. It predates that. Yeah. But there is a last common ancestor between humans and trees. Indeed. It goes back two or three billion years. Oh yeah, it's way back there. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the animal-plant divergence was very remote. I mean, in terms of just when the first plants actually started showing up on land... Yeah. It's later than you'd think. That's fair. You know, yeah. It's, like, for a long time, it was just rocks and dirt, and then, hey, plants... Well, yeah, I mean, there were the there were microscopic organisms that uh, photosynthesized exactly, yes. um, but they were tiny to begin with. Well, yeah, you know, they the the things that consume carbon dioxide and expel oxygen 
you know, they had to have the right amount of carbon dioxide first to evolve. Well, yes. You know, but, anyway, but that's a tangent. Indeed, indeed. Well, the point is that there's a whole lot of stuff that is a potential reincarnation candidate. Mm-hmm. So, in, in, I mean, and how long does a microbe live, you know? Right. I mean, these are single-celled organisms. They reproduce by splitting in half. That's a good point. You know, like, so if your soul goes into one, is it just there until it splits, or does it stay in one, or do you get two? I don't know, but I do feel like if you're if you're on, like, a, a you know, reincarnation cycle, you can not knock the microbe stages out pretty quick once you get the hang of it. It's like leveling from one to ten. It doesn't take long. Yeah, no, you, you get down there, it's like, okay, I'm a microbe. This is going to be a rough day. Oh, fish ate me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a long slog to get from level 77 to level 78. Yeah. But 1 to 10, boom. Yeah, no. Going from human to handsome human, that's rough. Oh, yeah. That'll take you a long time. <laughs> You're going to need a few tries on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I assume ugly is on the wheel somewhere. I assume it's on there a lot, because there's a lot of ugly people. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, that, that is always the uh, the issue, though, with... Where does pretty and stupid fall on the ladder? Is that... Is pretty that a, at, at the same time? Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing low because it's all about enlightenment and... Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's fair. You know, so, if, you know, if, if the mind can't be opened, then you're only getting so enlightened. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, so, uh... Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, I, I I mean, the, the, yeah, the concept of reincarnation as having a purpose versus just enduring over infinite lifetimes. Well, that that is a, another issue to look into here. I mean, obviously, again, in some of the more traditional views of it, it's that the, uh, the soul is sort of ascending, eventually attaining nirvana, where it doesn't have to be reincarnated again. Right. You know, universal oneness with all consciousness. Lovely from what I'm told, but... Uh, Sounds pleasant. But you have to go through a bunch of crap to get there. But on the other hand, maybe souls are just raw material. When they're done, they get reused. Right. Just again and again and again for however long they last. Okay, did you ever see a film called Chances Are? No. It's, it stars Robert Downey Jr. and Sybil Shepard. It I was have, made in 1989. I have never heard of this movie. I, most people haven't. It's ridiculous. Why okay. have you seen it? Um, I saw it on cable once in the early 90s, mm. and it just stuck in my head for some reason. All right. All right. It's a reincarnation romantic comedy. Jesus Christers. Okay. So... There's a guy, and he's, you know, he's uh, he's in love. Uh, his wife just got pregnant. They got their whole lives ahead of him. He dies, hit by a car. Boom. He. Go- <laughs> this is in the first, like, five minutes of the movie. He goes up to heaven. Okay. Heaven is up in the clouds, and there's there's angels wearing, like, suits from the late 60s. Oh, God. And and with hair with the like sixties hairstyles and everything, they look contemporary, but in nice white suits. Yeah. And there's just a long line. Heaven is a is a queue, basically. This this movie sounds like no fun. No. So the, he goes up to heaven and it's a, he's in a long line and he's like, I gotta get back to Earth. And she's like, Not a problem. Get back in line. And in the mythology of this film, heaven is really the way station of reincarnation. Okay. Reincarnation. Okay. In which you stand in line, maybe if you run into some friends, you wave and chat with them for a few minutes. A guy at a desk, you know, says, do you want to come back as a boy or a girl? Goes through the options of who's having a baby right now. Gives you an inoculation of magic memory eraser potion. 
and then sends you back to Earth into a baby. The potion makes you forget your past. Okay. And then, oh, you're born again. Just endless recycling of souls in a very, like, literal way. This guy runs off in such a hurry that they forget to give him his inoculation. Oh, no. He goes back to Earth, is reborn as Robert Downey Jr., grows up, and holy shit, he remembers his past life. Oh, no. Wacky consequences. Hijinks ensue, I am sure. It's a stupid movie. I'm sure it is. But, but, so one, but it does the recycling of souls thing. Yeah. It actually incorporates heaven, but as not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing about the concept of reincarnation. It's impossible to disprove. Um, yeah, that's fair. Because if it works the way it's supposed to work, we wouldn't remember it. I mean, we would, I don't remember any past lives. I certainly don't. Exactly. I doubt my cats do. No. And presumably that's how it would be supposed to work if it works at all. Um, Yeah, no. Right. If you remembered everything, that would just be... Well, somebody would have pointed that out. Well, no one would ever get anything done. Yeah. You know, there'd be no progress. But yeah, we we would be aware of it by now. Yeah. I mean, frankly, if we remembered everything, uh, some people would just have a head start, you know? The guy who used to be Einstein, he pops out of his mom, he's born, you know... And he grows up and he's like, hey, I'm five and I already remember all the shit about being Einstein. He'd probably just want to get back to his equations. Yeah. Which technically would come in handy, but... I mean, yeah, it would be useful to have a bunch of Einsteins, but like a bunch of Hitlers less so. That's true. And we would have heard about either one. They would have done something. It would have been a big deal. Right, right. But this is why I'm, I'm dubious of anyone who claims to have remembered a past life. Because it seems ludicrous. Like I said, you can't disprove reincarnation. Yeah. But anyone trying to prove it seems equally absurd. Because it always feels like that worst kind of post-death belief, which mostly feels like people wanting to feel more special than they are and being afraid of dying. That, that That's fair. Yeah, and you run into that with anything, with heaven and hell and... Yeah. And those are the big ones. That's most of it. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, hey, I'm going. And other things that are like heaven. It's like I'm going to heaven. When I get there, I'm going to be tight bros with God. He's not going to have better shit to do because <laughs> he can be everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. So even if he does have better shit to do, whatever, he can be everywhere. So. Right. And I am incapable of of disproving heaven. We have not been able to launch a rocket to it. Exactly. But if there is. Any sort of endurance of the human soul, so to speak? Yeah, if there is any persistence of consciousness beyond death. Right. I find it very hard to accept that any existing model is as people believe it is. It's like when people believed Earth was the center of the universe. It's just sort of like, how special do you think you are? You know. Well, to be fair, they didn't know how big the rest of the universe was. Well, that's fair. I mean, but but again, you know. But you get my point, though. I do. I that's do. not saying there is no such thing as reincarnation. Like I said, I have no way to prove yeah. that. That's outside of the realm of the scientific method in a way because you can't test for it. Yeah, no. It it is one of the it is one of the nicer things that can happen to you when you're dead. I mean, by and large, it is not necessarily a punishment based model. 
Which is nice. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if you're a total bastard, maybe you come back as an ant, but how long does that last? <laughs> right. And the idea of hell always feels like a way to keep the peasants in line. Yeah, I mean, like, well, that's the thing. Oh, you were a bad guy, you come back as an ant, or like, you know... You were a bad rich guy, so you come back as a beggar with one leg or something. Right. You know, but, again, how long does that last? One one lifetime. Right. You know, you go to hell, how long does that last? Uh, how long have we got? Eternity. <laughs> yeah, all of it. Right. That seems unnecessary. Uh, yeah. I, I think as soon as you get there... Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wait, I was wrong. You were right. Okay, God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yep. I definitely believe this now. Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of ludicrous to think there's some some eternal torture. Yeah. You know. With, with a time limit on it. It's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, you didn't say you were, you didn't want to go to hell before the cutoff. Right. So you gotta stay forever. That's ridiculous. That seems like a lot. That, that, that very much seems like someone is trying to trick someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, that, that is Santa Claus great implausible. Exactly. Yeah. But here's the thing. While I can neither prove nor disprove reincarnation, I can prove that humans lie every day. Yeah, no, I don't need to see examples on that because even if that's a lie, I believe it. Yeah, you know people. No, I know. I lie about all kinds of shit. People lie about remembering past lives, and people lie about being psychics who can tell people about their past lives. I'm lying to uh, to you about a whole bunch of shit right now. You don't even know. I'm sure you are. Yeah. (laughs) That is, like, a very big issue for me. Just the people claiming to be or believing they are psychic just dicking with people's heads, you know? Yeah. Just, oh, don't worry, I'm going to tell you who you were. Maybe you were someone special. At the very least, you were something interesting. Right. Even if you weren't important. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, don't worry, you weren't Cleopatra. No, no, that's for, that's amateur hour shit. We don't do that here. We're a serious past life company. Right. And no, you weren't nobility, but you were a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were not that many cowboys. Oh, that's why I like horses so much. Oh, and not because they are majestic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Everyone thinks horses are cool. Yeah. That's That doesn't mean anything. I mean, I'm a little scared of them, but whatever. <laughs> well, you know. Probably because of, of the horse that trampled me when I was a cowboy. A lot uh, of, Yeah, yeah. A lot of things that are cool should be admired at a distance. Like the ocean. Or the sun. I mean, reincarnation actually does explain, or doesn't explain, rather, but seems like it explains uh-huh. the the irrational weirdness of being human. You know, I, I don't know why horses freak me out. I mean, they're big and they can stomp you, but plenty of people ride them with no trouble. Right. We got a system in place for it. Pretty much anyone can learn it. Yeah. You put me on a horse, tell me what, what to do, I'll probably be able to handle it. Okay. I'm not going to get on a horse. Fuck that. Maybe you're just a big wuss. Well, maybe I'm just a big wuss, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, there's other areas where I'm not wussy. Yeah. I like hot sauce, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... I Go I, on, name another example. I burned my hands a bunch of times by accident, and I survived, you know? That's fair. I kind of toughened up about that. Okay. You know, I, I know how to fix a lot of things. That's true. <laughs> you yeah. know, there are areas where I'm not a wuss. I like roller coasters. Okay, you know? that's good. All right. So, uh... Interesting that you like roller coasters, but not horseback riding. I don't know. There's an animal involved. It's weird. 
I mean, an animal has its own initiative. Yeah. A roller coaster can either work or break. Yeah. It's a machine. Exactly. That's a good point. You know, I don't like going in the ocean either, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've been over that. It's full of jellyfish and octopuses and stuff. It's creepy. Yeah, it's not for you. No. It's their house. But what I'm saying is, I don't know. I've never been traumatized by a horse. I've never encountered a frightening horse. Right. You know, there's no rational reason. There's no, like, obvious Freudian reason for me to be afraid of horses or getting on a horse. Right. But you tell me, oh, yeah, in your past life, you were a cowboy who got trampled by your own horse, who you loved, and... Right. Which is why you're paranoid about loving things. Yeah. And more specifically paranoid about horses. Exactly. I mean, there's a certain seductive logic to it. Yeah. It's it's not necessarily concrete logic, but it's that sort of, you know, faith logic. Well, yes. Well, uh, and, and faith, of course, is the realm of stuff yeah. that is not beyond proof, but doesn't work with proof. Yeah. Like, which I don't like. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I don't like to believe in things in general. Because if you believe or don't believe in something, it's equally pointless. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. There's there's enough stupid crap that I know for sure is real. Yeah, I don't need more shit to think about. Yeah, exactly. I can focus on the stuff that exists, and that'll take all the time I have. We have made it this far without actually using the word karma. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, which of course is generally considered a determining factor in what you get reincarnated as. Right. I mean, and and some people will tell you it's a, a pretty strict punishment reward model. Right. You're good, you come back to something better. You're bad, you come back to something worse. Whereas other people argue it's a matter of kind of filling out a checklist. You know, you've had this experience, but not that one. So next time you come, next time around, you come back to something more likely to have that experience. So, like being a murderer would be on the checklist, just like being a nun. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, so, you know, you you go through life and you're like, man, you know, why am I allergic to so much shit? Well, because none of your past lives were allergic to anything. Fair enough. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess. I guess. But if you were going to have all the experiences, you know, is is that like when you die, your soul remembers all the lives for a little while and then you go back and forget again? Is it like... Is there, at the end of Nirvana, like, you have all the accumulated experiences? I guess maybe that's the concept. I, I assume, you know, if you're one with everything, whether you have them or not, you can know about them. No, that's fair. But, yeah, I, I'm not sure, actually, regarding the uh, why it would be so, sort of remembered or sort of leave that impression. It's like a Manchurian candidate thing where you've got the little post-hypnotic suggestion right before you're born. Right. And it's like... Okay, remember, be allergic to shit. Oh, no, wait, what? Ah! Oh, no, I'm a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Is karma personified? I don't believe so. Like, traditionally, is it just a a raw force? I I mean, like, there are ways of depicting it, usually as the uh, the wheel we mentioned. Uh Uh-huh. But, but, yeah, I don't think it's, like, a guy. Okay, it doesn't have, like, a face or something. No. Or, like, a council of, like, karma spirits. It doesn't pop up as, like, Fred Karma, no. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. not, like, ten, you know, witches in, like, cloaks with hoods, you know. No, no, that would be awesome, but no. Okay, I guess that's the fates. Yeah, and there's only three of them. Right. Yeah, that's something different. Yeah. Actually, since we're talking a lot about how do you remember shit, would you remember shit, why don't you remember shit, etc. Yeah. Let's get right into some guys who really think they know how to find someone's uh, reincarnated soul and talk about how they picked the Dalai Lama. 
Okay. Yeah. Which is, the old Dalai Lama dies. Right. And then, some monks do something. (laughs) Yeah. To narrow it down to a certain group of babies. Right. Generally all located in geographically convenient places. That's fair. And then they travel around to each of those kids and give them a little questionnaire. Right. Is the, is, is the thing where you give them a bunch of objects and let them pick the one that was familiar to the last guy, is that a real test? Yes, that was not just on King of the Hill. Wow. Yeah. I've seen it in movies, too. I just... Oh, you wow. You probably saw it in the movie about the Dalai Lama, the Scorsese one. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh. Uh, maybe you have and you don't remember. Well, that's possible. Oh, you mean like in a past life? Wait, no, when was that movie it's made? it's not that old. Okay. <laughs> no. Although... Hell, while we're on the subject, uh-huh. there's 7 billion fucking people alive right now. Right. 20 years ago, there was 5 billion, you know? Yeah. So, are there just less... Well, there are less animals now. Yeah. Uh, I, some of those people were probably dodos. Yeah. Those are extinct. See, is it is it just a matter of if we want to keep getting more people, we have to keep killing animals, and if we stop killing animals, we're going to get a bunch of babies with no souls? Or are they cranking out new souls... That's a fair question. I have or, no idea. If the soul does indeed exist outside of space and time when separate from the body, is it bound by, you know, crude chronology when coming back? Can two individuals living in the same coordinates in time and different coordinates in space have the same soul at two different points in its reincarnation cycle? I mean, there's no reason it would necessarily have to be bound by time and space. I mean, by that logic, you, me, my cats, and everyone listening to this podcast could all be the same soul. And if that's the case, why are we doing this? I don't want it to be you. I want it to be someone else because I want to have sex with my own soul. Oh, but that's definitely not me. Yeah, no. I mean, even if it was you, I mean, I just don't want that. No. No, no, thank you. No, pass. uh, Yeah. You're just not my type. Mm, So, Likewise. Thanks. (laughs) I will sleep easy tonight. (laughs) But yeah, no. Well, I've I've also encountered I'm just saying, that's an option if if other copies of your soul at different points in your reincarnation cycle are existing in the world. And if they're further along than you, do you get some kind of knowledge if you have sex with them? Is it a Highlander situation? (laughs) Like Highlander, but with sex? Also, idea for movie, porn or otherwise, like Highlander, but with sex. Is this like sexually transmitted enlightenment? Or immortality, whatever. Fascinating. I'll do you one better. I've heard this... I can't remember if I've heard this actually in a reputable source or just from, like, a drunk person. But you take that concept one further, and all the souls could be one soul. Just constantly going through it again and again outside of time. That poor bastard. Yeah, literally trillions of incarnations of the same soul doing all of this over and over again. Which, I guess, would be God. I don't know. I guess. I don't really know how it works. Well, good news, everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, crap, we forgot about aliens. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they'd have to be involved, too, right? I mean, if they have souls. Well, why wouldn't they? If if cockroaches get them. Well, yeah, for that matter, if we're going to extrapolate to all the inhabited worlds in the space-time continuum... Then, like, do they all have their own wheels of reincarnation? Like, is it, like, per planet? 
or do we do a mix and match? I don't see why it would be per planet if the gods are in charge of the universe. Right. So, like, you know, what if I wasn't an ant? What if I was a bug somewhere else? Like, I don't feel like actually sitting down with the Drake equation right now. Right. But let's just say that humans and Earth creatures in general are a very small minority on a cosmic scale. Certainly. A vast majority of your past lives will have been shit from planets you have never even imagined. Absolutely. And and the Drake equation is in a bit of a state of flux right now in terms of, like, plugging in the variables. Yeah. Because of, of all the work, like, picking out actual, like, planets that the telescopes are doing right now. Yeah. So, like... In the not-too-distant future, we'll at least have a better estimate to plug into that part of the formula. Yeah. It's still going to be vast. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, not just this galaxy, but all of the other, you know, infinite galaxies in the universe. Right. And so, yeah, think about that. Most of your past lives have been forms of life utterly unimaginable to you. Things you would not even identify as life with your puny human brain. That's actually way better. Yeah. Because the the idea of just living an endless cycle of lives, of working in data entry or something... Oh, Christ. And that, watching sitcoms, that, like... Yeah, why would you believe in hell if you've already got that? Exactly. <laughs> like, at that, I look at that, you know, in, infinite tableau, and I'm like, can a soul commit suicide? Because this sounds cosmically horrifying. Yeah. So I would, yeah, I would much rather be Zornax from Blagalore 3 and, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, if you're a life form that, you know, your primary sensory input is licking stuff. Yeah. And you communicate through, you know, farting and tap dancing like a Kilgore Trout character. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like that, you must have been at some point. Yeah, know? that's going to be a, a significantly different experience from my human experience. Absolutely. And that actually lends way, you know, way more, you know, potential for a reincarnation yeah. model. You would have been something that not only would a human have difficulty recognizing as alive, but would itself have difficulty recognizing a human as alive. Absolutely. You know? What if you spent 3,000 years as a, a, a sentient puddle? What if? You know, <laughs> just like a protein slurry with the mind. Yeah. You know? You know, I mean, and that's a... I, mean, I don't know what that feels like, but maybe a past me did. Well, that's a, that, that thing could probably live a long time. It would have a fully distributed uh, neural network. One, one microbe dies, whatever. There's a bunch more to take its place, as long as every one contains a copy of the whole. I mean, that happens to us anyway. Our cells die, and we're still... Yeah, but this doesn't have a central brain to kill. Right. So that thing could live for 3,000 years, just be in a puddle, yeah. contemplating the view, which I assume is upwards. <laughs> Logically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good clouds today. What up? Maybe they write poetry. Maybe they design spaceships, but they can't build them. Ah. That'd be sad. Well, why would they? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, no. uh, Your past lives were probably aliens. You know, if we were sitting here with a psychic right now... Oh, yeah. They'd probably try to, like, ad-lib some sort of... Oh, yes, you're drawing on your own past life memories of being a puddle. That's absolutely right. And it'd be like... 
No, I just have an imagination. Yeah, I mean, for all the criticism of Scientology, and there is much to be made... Certainly. One of the things they do that I find sort of amusing, because they do it in a very silly way... Right. ...is the acknowledgement that, yes, almost all of your past lives will have been aliens. (laughs) Yeah, that works. Of course, they generally just encourage people to write weird adventure stories about it, and their understanding of the age of the universe is way off... I mean, there's a lot of problems with Scientology that should be pretty obvious to anyone with the money to join. The fact that they're dealing in timescales of trillions of years, it's just like, A, the universe has not been there that long. Yeah. And B, what civilization has the focus to just keep going for that long? Come on. Time itself doesn't exist in the trillions. Nope. Time goes back to a point about... What is it, 16 billion years? Give or take. Yeah. 14 or so. 14.5 maybe? Yeah. Yeah. That's when time started. Yeah. That's when... (laughs) Like, like, like the singularity part of the Big Bang, we can't measure it because there wasn't time yet. Yeah, there wasn't... Also, there wasn't physics yet. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, you you do the work backwards. Well, yeah. But you, you can only go back to the point where time started. Before that, it was meaningless. Well, yes. Yeah. So, obviously... So, what we do have is a window where all of your past lives occurred, listeners. That's fair. About 14, 14 and a half billion years. This could be early. This could be early. This could be early in the whole wheel of, you know, universal reincarnation. No one's gotten to Nirvana yet. It's quiet up there. Conversely? Yeah. This could just be, this universe's go-around. That's fair. You know, how, yeah. how many universes were there before this? Probably a bunch. No way to calculate it. Yeah. yeah. Are those universes factored in, or does the universe only get to end after the cycle's over for everybody? I have no idea. In which case, God, being the last guy on that, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, and this is, the, like, the, the these sort of concepts of, like, infinite scales of time, like, things that are... Beyond our everyday comprehension. Yeah. Things like reincarnation, at least as concepts, I I think kind of come from just trying to get your head around this shit. Because the alternative that you're, you're you know, just a finite, solitary creature that dicks around for a little while and then ceases to exist forever. Yeah. That's sad. That's sad. It might be correct, but it's still sad. No, it seem, it makes everything seem sort of pointless. Like, you know, uh-oh, life itself is an aberration in the universe. We're supposed to be rocks. Right. So, you know, I understand, but... Yeah, once you get into the actual scale of time involved and the amount of space involved... Yeah. Everything humans have ever come up with starts looking kind of puny. Ultimately, we are apes babbling about things we cannot possibly fathom. Yeah. So, just do your best. And remember, you were probably something eldritch and horrifying once. Yeah. If not, it's fun to think about. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's really my takeaway from this, is that I used to be a bunch of aliens. That's a pretty good takeaway. I honestly don't think I actually believe that, but damn, it's cool. Yeah, no, it's a fun thing to think about over breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... uh, So, uh, yeah. Yeah, when you're eating your breakfast, think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Send those topics to topicswiththebeak.org, facebook.com slash breakfastwiththebeak, breakfastwiththebeak.tumblr.com. You can get us on Twitter. I am at the beak. He is at Doc Heisenberg. That is correct. Yes. Uh, Follow all the fun at at Beak Network. And uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Go uh, live a life. A life, certainly. Yes. Yeah. And enjoy, enjoy your breakfast. And, uh, you know, whether yeah. or not you're infinite, breakfast is still tasty. It is, it is. And who knows, you know, next time around you might come to a planet that has no word for breakfast. Or you might come back as breakfast. Aw. <laughs> it might be fun to be a pig for a little while. Aw. <laughs> This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.